0: Welcome to Ipsy Weird. I swear one of these days I'm going to make a new intro for you. Right on. Uh, I, just, I haven't. I've, I was thinking about it all week, I just haven't had time to. No time to. You don't do anything with your du- time. No. You get all the time Yeah, too. absolutely. I have nothing. You know, you would think that my corporate management thinks I have plenty of time in the world too. Actually, just based on the way this last week has gone, um, this this yes, not yesterday Friday was like the first time in a while now, which is which is I guess you could say is an improvement of the way the past used to be, where it used to be I was constantly you know fuck this job, fuck this place, I'm out. Friday was the first time in a while that I've thought that enough so to where I'm on a call with my corporate management. And on my notepad right over here with my right hand in big capital letters, I'm like, fuck this shit. I was pissed. I was frustrated. Um, To preface it a little bit, we had an owner walk on Tuesday to uh, look over the property so we can plan our budget for next year for our, our capital projects. It was supposed to be Wednesday, mind you. This is important. It was supposed to be Wednesday. We were supposed to have a whole extra day to prepare for this. But all of a sudden, they're like, oh, you know what? They're running fast, so we're going to do this on Tuesday. Oh, well, fuck me. Okay, right? We did the walk, and it seemed like it went fine. He left that day. Everybody was happy. Um, The whole point of this walk, though, is we were supposed to have estimates ready with ideas of of projects we wanted to complete next year and how much it was going to cost kind of thing. We had most of it. Most of these estimates were done, but there were a couple of things that were still pending. We were still trying to scope out, et cetera, et cetera. But then on Friday, we get this fucking, mind you, Friday is already busy enough. I have move-ins that aren't ready. I have uh, more move-ins for the following week that aren't ready. And they have a, a random ass training call from 11 to 1230 that was mandatory for everybody. So this is cutting into my time. And then I have a meeting right after with my corporate management. On this call, the first thing they said is, you know, we had a call back in April about having difficult conversations, and unfortunately, this is going to be one of them. And she goes on to say, the owners were disappointed with the walk on Tuesday. It seemed like you were unprepared, and I would have to agree with them. Oh, jeez! And I was like, are you fucking serious? You didn't say shit to us on Tuesday that you thought we were unprepared. Um, and... How much more prepared could we have been? Like, yeah, could we have had more estimates? Sure, but tell me where I get that time from. I spend all of my time trying to make sure these move-ins happen, trying to make sure these work orders are taken care of, and I don't have the staff to get all of this stuff done. So I literally have no time in the day at all whatsoever for any fucking thing extra, and they just want to throw more and more shit on us. So tell me where to find more time. Please tell me where to find more time and I will get this stuff done for you. But for you to sit here and tell me that we were unprepared, the owner said it seemed like we weren't expecting him. The property looked like we weren't expecting him. Like, what? One, I don't even have a groundskeeper. So we're trying to get all that shit cleaned up on our own. Um, And two, like, we spent the whole fucking couple of days prior to that trying to clean up the property and make it look nice. And we have landscapers that aren't getting the shit done they're supposed to do. So what else could we have done? Where could we have found this extra time? And I'm on this call, and they're just telling me about how they're disappointed. Like, the first fucking ten minutes of this call is just reaming us about how unprepared and unprofessional we were. And I'm just over here like, this is fucking bullshit. I'm already frustrated and overwhelmed enough, and and now you're going to come at me with this bullshit. Like, I'm, this, I've i had fucking enough at this point. And uh, as the call goes on, they're like, we have to get all this stuff finished up. We aren't going to do this for you. You have to do this. We will be here for guidance. Blah, blah, blah. This all has to be done by September 10th. The owner wants it all by September 10th. And I want it all by Thursday afternoon, September 9th. Okay, you know what that week is? That's my vacation week. And now they just threw all of this extra shit on me that has to be done by the end of the week that I'm supposed to be on vacation. I don't even know if I can take my vacation at this point. I immediately after the call, I called my manager and I was like, so should I just fucking cancel my vacation at this point? He couldn't even really answer me at the time. He was like, uh, well, um, you know, I don't know. Let's, uh, let's, let's talk about it at this afternoon. Well, later in the afternoon, he, he made it sound like we could get a lot of this stuff done in the, in the, in this first week, like this following week. And then I could still take my vacation. But honestly, like again, where do I have the time for this shit I'm I still have move-ins that need to be finished all goddamn day Monday I need to be in this fucking unit that's that's moving in on Tuesday or it won't move in on Tuesday um I have another move-in on Wednesday that we need to be in all goddamn next week we have other fucking I have so much goddamn work to do I don't have time to pull away from any of this to get the stuff they want done so like what are my options cancel my vacation or work ungodly late hours I can't do that. Kids start school next week. I'm gonna be taking him to school and picking him up from school. I can't work late, so I, I don't. I don't even know what the fuck I'm gonna do at this point.
1: Yeah, that's pretty rough. I mean, we we get those fucking corporate visits at uh at the grocery store, and uh, we 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 get like a week to a couple days advance notice to you know make it look good, mm-hmm. and we all you all gotta play that game. It was like oh corporates coming in hide this hide this hide that shove that over there tuck that over there um uh that whole i don't burn it just fucking burn it and it's like we don't <laughs> um yep yeah, that's about right and then when you fake it for the day and then you go hopefully they, they get on through uh, as the years gone by in that grocery store i just i've started saying fuck these corporate walks but then again, I'm just a stupid employee and therefore everything that's not done correctly falls onto my manager.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, except when the manager pissed off and, you know, then it's hard work for you. But I get that. It's like But it's like, "Damn, what do you want from us? You see how much we're struggling?" They came at me with, "You're the only property that hasn't had maintenance tur- turnover." Okay. That's fair, right? I haven't lost any maintenance technicians. But I don't have enough maintenance technicians. And I've lost grounds. I don't have any grounds keepers right now. So, okay, come at me again with I haven't lost or I haven't had any maintenance turnover. What difference does it make if I'm not staffed adequately anyway? So, you know, it's just I give and I give and I give to this goddamn company. And they keep blowing smoke up my ass to make it seem like it's getting better. You guys are doing great. You know, we're going to help you out. And then nothing happens.
1: I mean, that's like all corporate things. Like, I, you know, you go, um, I bust my ass at that grocery store. I mean, it's a shitty grocery store job, but I bust my ass there. And they do the same thing. They go, man, this guy busts his ass. Here's more work. And you you can get all that extra work done. And they go, man, that guy's killing it. Here's more work. Yeah. Here's more work. And you're like, can't fucking do it anymore. And then they start bitching at you because you're not getting everything done. Because like, you keep piling shit on me. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of go, fuck it. Here, I'm pulling up in the official rules documents of what my job position requires me to do. I have this printed out and in my desk. And then as I go throughout the day, they, they'll go and say, hey, we need you to do this. I go and grab my desk. I go grab a piece of sheet of paper and go, that's not on my uh, on my list of duties that, are, uh, that I'm responsible for. So, uh, no. And put the thing back in my desk and continue doing what I'm supposed to do. I can't do that. Well, I'm an asshole, and I'm just a regular employee at a grocery store.
0: I know, but I can't do that, because they specifically word our job descriptions to say, um, uh, what is it? It's got some sort of loophole at the end of it, where it's like, um, basically stating, there may be more, other than what's listed on this sheet. I'm like, well, that's pretty fucking open-ended, isn't it? I could literally have to do anything you tell me to do, because it says so on this sheet now. So yeah. yeah, that's the that's the only good thing of being unionized. Look, I'm about to start a union. Fucking mean I don't, I've never heard of unions in property management, but God damn it, we're gonna get some unions going. <laughs> the the property management employees of America, right? I mean, that's like how all union titles are named, right? Like the type of job of America.
1: Well, it's like <laughs> it's like usually like United, like I think it's like UFCW is like New United Food Worker something yeah yeah sure mine's like the UFCW I don't don't fucking know what it's called
0: yeah I I don't know my point is like I feel like that's kinda it's all It every union either has to have like united in it or America in it or united of America in it (laughs) um I'm just saying I'm gonna start a property management union and if anybody's listening to this right now I'm gonna lose my job (laughs)
1: united food and commercial worker
0: Oh, doesn't even Amazon have unions or some shit? I don't know.
1: I don't know I doubt
0: it because I don't think Bezos would like unions his... and yeah, maybe not, but I mean everybody strikes everywhere, right like I mean in order to adequately strike isn't there supposed to be, doesn't there have to be a union to back you up while you strike?
1: Yeah um, but like like Walmart doesn't have a union that's true um, the union that we're a part of is a non-striking union because in theory if we were to go strike. Like we could go strike, and then there's nothing protecting us to keeping our jobs. So they can just go fuck it, and then hire a bunch of new people, and we're out of a job. Yeah. These, these whatever within the union, there's no protection there for us to go on strike, and then uh, have our jobs secured.
0: Yeah. So your union basically covers you from um, from bullshit uh, job loss. Yeah. But not like you deserved it, job loss. Although, like, one would argue that striking isn't deserving of losing your job. Striking is a, there's a reason to strike, you know.
1: Yeah, because what I would like to do is my position at that grocery store, we are misclassified in in the job, like, our job towers are misclassified. Like, we're not, there's two different, there's two different departments in these, you know, stores. There's the general merchandise, and there's the grocery side. We mainly work the grocery side, but we're classified as GM. Yeah. GM gets paid less in the entire building, so grocery workers get paid more than GM. But yet, I work at the grocery side, but I'm, I'm a GM worker. Yeah. And you're like, that doesn't make any sense. I'm losing a dollar just because I'm a GM worker, but I work the grocery side. Yeah. I think that's a reason to strike. If I could get like all, all the receivers from all these grocery stores, not to mention your title,
0: man, head receiver. I receive no head. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's like, that's false advertisement. <laughs> I am the head receiver, and I get no head at this store.
0: It's bullshit, right? I mean, they should, they should be lining up to give you. <laughs> okay. All right, I've had- but I'm, I'm
1: also the backdoor receiver, and I'm glad that that doesn't happen either. I do feel like I take it in the backdoor a lot of that store, though.
0: Uh, so you are a backdoor receiver then, you know? You would like that to change, though. You don't want to receive in the back door anymore. No, not at all. You would like to receive head. Yeah. Depends on who. But,
1: yeah, you know, like what I'm saying they get all the head receivers in all the grocery stores and we all just go, fuck you. We ain't working until we get paid right. Yeah. Because I know it can't just be my store where I'm the only one that knows how to do the fucking job. Yeah. I'm sure that goes to all the other ones where if you lose your receiver... You're like, I, we don't know how to how to check you in. We don't like I hear it all the time. Like, yeah, like I even hear it from drivers that are at different stores, like, yeah, no, the guy over there at that store, uh yeah, yeah, uh, the receiver uh, called off sick and uh, no one knew how to do it. I sat there for three hours waiting for somebody to try to figure it out.
0: Have you ever called off sick? I have not since I've had this position. Yeah. As the head receiver. Yeah, which is like what, six years assumption now? Seven to eight years now.
1: Yeah. Um, I have caught off maybe twice in the entire time, and that's because I had a giant gout flare-up and I couldn't walk. Oh, yeah, that's fair. But, um, so technically I have caught off once, but I train my backup pretty fucking well. Yeah. So my backup can cover the shift. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no, I want to strike and get fucking paid more. Yeah.
0: I, uh, you know, I have my my lead technician who's supposed to be able to cover my duties when I'm not there. And you know, I don't, I don't know. I feel like he, he can do well. I just feel like he hasn't really been trained to do my position very much. And I'm trying to kind of give him that opportunity a little bit more and more, as I realize that I can't be in the field as much anymore. I need to be more administrative. So I'm trying to train my lead technician. Um, I, I get reports from some of the other people in the office that like, when I'm not there, he doesn't do anything. But at the same time, maybe they just don't see what he's doing. I'm, a lot of my job is behind the scenes, too. A lot of people can't tell what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis. I mean, you couldn't ask any person in that office, what's Nick up to today? Not a single one of them is going to know. Because I everything I do is is scheduled by me and behind the scenes. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe he, maybe he is doing my role while I'm gone. And they just don't know what he's doing. But, you know, um, at the same time, I haven't really been training him for too long to take these responsibilities. And it's not like I'm training him so much anyway, more as like I inform him what I do on a day-to-day basis. Right. Like, so I, I keep him up to speed with what's going on with what work orders are priorities right now with what movements are priorities with what vendors are coming to the site and stuff like that. Um, But I'm, it's not like I'm sitting here teaching him like, this is how you do my job. But I mean, really that's not, there's no teaching how to do my job. It's just, you do it. You, do it yeah. you, you just do it. That's really all it is. Uh, anyway. All right, we'll see. May, may, I may or may not be taking my vacation next week. I, I really hope I do. I've been thinking about this vacation since I put it in six weeks ago. Um, I don't have anything planned for it. I really don't. So it's not going to like end my world if I don't take it. But I need this fucking break. When I signed this counteroffer to stay at my current position, I told them, I need a vacation. If you're going to keep me here, I need a vacation. And I planned this vacation far enough out that I could justify taking this vacation. And now, at the 11th hour, it's like, uh, maybe you can't take that vacation. And fuck off. Fuck off. If I can't take this vacation, I'm really, I don't know. I'm call i call that other company back up. You still need me? Yeah, you still, you still are in that position. I'm so sorry I turned it down. I'll take it right now. <laughs> I don't know. It's tough. It's a tough decision. They threw so much goddamn money at me over the last two months that I don't know if I could justify leaving anymore. Yeah, I can understand that to a degree. I, I've gone up a, a lot in two months. Almost fancy pants. It's <laughs> I'm not deserving of it. I said that <laughs> when I signed the offer too. I was like, I don't deserve this, but thank you. Um, it's really hard to justify leaving anymore when I when I think about the rent loss, the wage loss. Everything. I'm like, you I, I know, I don't think I can afford that. I've grown accustomed to a certain way of life and, you know.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I've never, well, I mean, I've never grown accustomed to any way of life, really. I, I can go back to being, eating ramen and hot dogs every day. I
0: mean, I'm cool with ramen. Fuck the hot dogs, though. Do you put the hot dogs in the ramen? No. Are you sure? Maybe once, Okay. twice. no. No, you, you you buy a
1: pack of hot dogs and it's like eight in, eight in a pack and you eat like two of them and you let that last like a week. Okay. And you eat ramen, you buy like a box of it for a dollar and you eat that for like two weeks.
0: Yeah, okay. This is how
1: I used to live when I had that trailer. It, it was like ramen and hot dogs, macaroni and cheese, and you would order a pizza every now and then and you'd eat like a slice a day.
0: Yeah, that, and that pizza's a splurge, but it's got to last you. Yeah, it's got to last you at least three to four days to sure. make it worth your money. That's how my dad used to be growing up, or when he, when he first started working at, uh, at Eastern. Am I allowed to say that? It's up to you if you want to disclose where your dad works. Okay. I, th- I feel like we've mentioned it before. Either way, when my dad started working there, and he was in, um, what's that shit where they gave you money? Um, financial aid? Yeah. He, he used to work in financial aid. and That used to be his week. He would order a pizza on, like, Friday, and he would eat that for the next week. Uh, And that was, like, that was his meal for the week. He he just made it work. He used to live cheap back then. You know, now he's been there for 40 fucking years, and he still survives on pizza. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) He still only (laughs) eats pizza. No, but, uh, I mean, I could almost see myself doing that. I just need a little bit of self-control, because my problem is when I order a pizza, and this pizza's in front of me, it's really hard not to eat three-quarters of this pizza in one go.
1: Yeah, I mean... I can see that, like, now, like, even in, like, my current situation, you know, I'm grabbing three or four slices. Yeah, easy. But back when you're, like, you only had 20 bucks, and you hand your 20 bucks over to the to the pizza delivery guy, and he's like, where's my tip? And you go, fuck you, and you slam the door in front of his face. And you're like, man, I have no money, and this is, I what I got, I have eight slices of pizza here. Um, you eat one, and you go... Should I have. No, I can't have it. If I eat a second one, I won't be able to eat Saturday. So. <sighs> yeah. Something like that.
0: Speaking of pizza, though, um, since we're on the topic, I mean, why not talk about some food real quick? Have you seen this little Caesars thing? It's a. Uh, Maybe. The calzone pizza? No. So they take a pizza and they fold the, the crusts inward. So now you have it's like a half calzone, half pizza. But. It's actually made differently too. So there's like, there's the marinara in the center where it's the pizza part. And then the folded parts that are calzone have like this butter, garlic sauce, or whatever. I ordered one of those the other day. <laughs> Honestly, man, I wouldn't make it like my everyday. Like, I'm not going to Little Caesars every time I order pizza because of this thing. But if I'm ordering Little Caesars, I might get this thing, if that makes sense. How much more is it than the $5? It's eight bucks uh um, of hard but you can get the you get the the meal deal for like 11.49 with the uh the crazy bread and the and the 2 liter
1: not sponsored by little caesar's <laughs>
0: whatever <laughs> <laughs> just,
1: just making we got to cover our bases man
0: but anyway it's got Hey like, little Caesars, sponsored oh. <laughs> <laughs> but like so on the actual pizza part of it it's got regular pepperonis and stuff but inside the calzone part it's got julienne pepperonis you know the little fat boys oh man those are game changers right there you bite into that little calzone part and it's like Ooh. I might have to pass on that. It's, look, I'm just saying. However, it is very, very, I don't know if it's grease or if it's just the butter cheese crust that's on it, but, like, you are constantly wiping your hands because they're constantly just getting covered in whatever juices are flowing off of this pizza.
1: Why not eat it with a fork, then? Why?
0: What are we fucking sophisticated here? I know we're savages. We eat pizza with our hands. Um. Either way, it was, honestly, it was pretty decent. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it enough to where the next day, I just ate it cold. Yeah, no, I would, I'm just saying, give it a try one time.
1: No, if I'm going to Little Caesars, it's because I'm desperate for food, and I'm too lazy to do anything else, and I only have a couple bucks on me.
0: Which is fair, and you have a bad history with Little Caesars. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, only, well, I, I like to say every time I went to Little Caesars, I get pulled over and sent to jail, but that
0: really only happened once. Yeah, I know, but like, honestly, have you ordered Little Caesars since then? How do you know? Yes,
1: I've had Little Caesars since uh, I got arrested.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: well fine. I just take different routes because that route's forbidden if I have Little Caesars in my vehicle. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't, t- I don't go down that road. Superstition, right? Which is like how I got hit twice leaving my uh, the grocery store, my place of work. I the certain road I I've hit got hit twice, leaving my work going down that road. So now I
0: take a really long, stupid, extra ten minute home ride to work, uh, home from work. whatever you just don't want to get hit again i respect it um but no i mean like i said i'm not when i'm craving pizza i'm not just ordering little caesars every time it didn't change the game that much but it changed the game enough to where if i am ordering little caesars maybe half the time i'm ordering this fucking calzone thing
1: You see i never order little caesars i just kind of walk in there and grab something
0: which is fair Alright, that's entirely fair. Because I always I always judge people like who orders
1: Little Caesar? Like who's going up there? Like, let me get that three meat like, No Little Caesars is there to go grab
0: a five dollar pizza
1: and get your ass out.
0: Yeah. Um I mean my mom orders Little Caesars from time to time. I don't you've been have you ever been over there where she hands me her credit card and says go pick up some pizzas? No, maybe. And probably. but but then I have to actually order because they get special pizzas. Like uh you know, my dad likes the ham and pineapple, my mom. My mom's is easy because they make sausage hot and ready, I think.
1: I don't, I don't know.
0: Whatever. But they're not as common as the pepperoni hot and ready. So sometimes you still got to wait on those. But I don't know. It's because she doesn't order from Hungry House anymore because they banned her house. <laughs> we will not deliver to this house anymore. Even if you're not the same per- people that lived there, we will not deliver there anymore. Like, I'm. if I ever took my parents' house, I could never order Hungry Howies again. So I didn't cuss them out. That was my mom. <laughs>
1: I mean, that Hungry Howies is, like, move locations.
0: Yeah, I know. I think I think they were able to get it now. Um, it's just, I know for years, like, literal years, they blacklisted our address. We could not order Hungry Howies from them anymore. But, like, my sister's worked in so many pizza shops anyway, so, like, I mean, we've never had a hard time getting pizza. She worked at Mr. Pizza for a while. She worked at Cottage Inn for a while. I used to be able to walk up to Cottage Inn and be like, yo, sis, I'm hungry. And she'd make me up a pizza. You remember those days you used to come with me? See, as you were saying that, I, I kind of I was like,
1: I th- I vaguely remember your sister working at a pizza place. I don't know which one. Yeah. But I don't think, I, I can't remember I ever got pizza from her.
0: No, yeah, we we've walked up to that cottage in the one that was right over in Galt Village.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Now I remember. Yeah, that fucking cottage in. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, we used to walk up there. Yo, sis, I'm hungry. All right, bet. Make me a pizza. Like, I mean, it, it was just a shitty pop- pepperoni pizza, but like, fuck, that was free pizza. <laughs> That's how we ate on the weekends when my mom was away, too. or when my parents were away, too, right? right? They'd give us pizza money, but my sister had the hookup, so why spend the pizza money on pizza when we could spend it on other things? I think one time we spent it on booze. One time. Exactly one time, because I've, I don't care for booze like that anyway. I especially didn't when I was 17. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying, right? We, we used to have options. Anyway, that was the end of my pizza story. <laughs> Anything you want to add?
1: Not really. It's just it, it's a it's been a hard week. Yeah, understandably. And like we 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 haven't talked about it, and um, I can't talk about it. Yeah. But it's uh yeah I've had a I've had a rough week. So like hey, that's the only thing that's been on my mind is the thing I
0: can't really talk about. Some of it was touch and go there for a little while too. I was worried about you.
1: Uh, see, I'm I don't know why everybody's worried about. I'm not the one to be worried about. The the person, the individual that's in the hospital should be the one worried about.
0: I agree with that. And yes, while I was worried about that person, I was worried about you and what you would do, because, let's face the facts, you have an emotional state that would allow you to make rash, irresponsible decisions. Those are the best decisions to make. I would sometimes agree with that, but depending on what the situation or what the what decision is made, maybe not the best decision. There were two possible decisions there that I was worried you would make. Um, I I won't speak on them right now, but there were two decisions there that I was worried that you may make. Neither one of those were good decisions, you know. So, like I said, a little bit, some of it was touch and go there for a little while.
1: I don't know, I think I did pretty good with the handling, the receiving this information, and you, you're probably right. You know, there, there could have been some bad decisions made, and honestly, none of those bad decisions crossed my mind. The first thing that crossed my mind was to call you. Yeah. Not, not you know, lash out or do any of these other bad decisions.
0: Yeah, I respect that. That was, a good, that was a good decision. Granted, I didn't know how to accept said news. I was kind of dumbfounded and shocked. I didn't know how, when I got the phone call, I'm like, what? I I don't know how to accept this news. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, that one fucked me up a little bit, just in the sense of like, I didn't believe it at first. Yeah. I mean, that's something to make up. No, but you know, at the same time, all right, I'm going to compare this to a situation. One of my buddies in Florida, him and his wife split up Yep. and he called me to tell me that him and his wife split up. And I didn't believe him. I flat out was like, no, no, fuck you. You're just joking. No, fuck, nuh -uh. I don't believe you. And he's, like, starting to get teary on the phone with me. I'm like, this is real. Oh, fuck, this is real. So, like, I just... I have a knack for not accepting news. Yeah, but, like, you could see how
1: somebody could fuck with you going, hey... You know, me and so-and-so have, are getting into divorce or whatever. You can almost see the joke within there, but this,
0: this situation... Yeah, it's not really a... It's not really a joking situation. Yeah, I would agree with that. But even so, even when you called me, I was like... uh, I, I don't even remember how I said it, but I was like, Nuh-uh, fuck you, or some shit like that.
1: Basically, you like Nuh-uh, no way. uh, uh-uh, uh no. I was like, yeah, dude. And gave you the details
0: that I knew at the time. Yeah, so... It was, it was a hard one to to grasp onto. Um, and even for, like, hours afterwards, I'm over here like, was this real? Like, did this... I'm over here, like, trying to find information and shit. and Like, I believed you at this moment. I absolutely believed you at this moment. But it's like, it's not setting in my head that this is real. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Um, so, yeah, I mean... And then nothing, nothing was anywhere. I can't find any goddamn thing anywhere for hours and hours until... Probably the next day, I think. No. Maybe it was the next day. Because then I have my sister messaging me, talking about, you know, do you know what's going on? And, like, yeah, I do. (laughs) So, yeah, it was fucked. The whole thing was fucked.
1: Yeah, and then for a little while, what was really starting to irritate me was, it felt like other people that
0: didn't need to know what was going on, knew what was going on, and I was being left out the loop. Yeah. I felt that way, too, though. I thought it was a little messed up that you didn't know anything, I kept asking you if you'd heard anything and you and you didn't and you didn't know you had nothing
1: and you sent me a Mexico this person knows this this this, and that i'm like I didn't know this, this, or that, yeah, yeah, it's just like, part of it might be my fault because i didn't i didn't go like I didn't take immediate action to go like you know involve myself i you know I took my time away to you know get my thoughts together on the situation, and then it wasn't until uh Thursday, So like three, four or five days later mm-hmm. where I was, I finally went and uh, talked with people and try to get more information. But I think I needed those few days to wrap my head around it because I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, I, I would, I would agree though. It's either way. Um, I mean, I, I just hope for the best possible outcome out of all of this. Things have been, I guess you could say looking up. Um, without giving any information away, I, I guess you could say things have been looking up over the last week, but it's still not a good situation. It's still pretty shitty, um, but just hopefully it continues to progress.
1: Yeah, and I, like, I mean, it's hard to you know do a podcast and do a thing, and uh, you know, you know, we, we do a podcast talking about our lives, and you know, this is something going on in my life, and I can't fucking talk about it.
0: Either way, I guess you could say um. Time will tell what happens next.
1: Yeah, like, like things are looking okay. Yeah. But.
0: I'm sure there's going to be a lot of work in the future to be done on it. But, uh, you know. I, I mean, like I, like I said, you'll only know as time goes on. Um, anyway, I, oh. I mean, I feel like we're getting to a point where there's not a whole lot left we could talk about that without giving too much information away.
1: Yeah. But I do hope everything works out and then we can talk about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it might be something definitely many episodes in the future. Oh yeah. It's not like next week we <laughs> find out more next week. That's how we keep them coming. <laughs> no, I, mean, I wouldn't use this, this yeah. situation to, you it's, know. it's not a good marketing ploy.
1: Yeah, no, it's, but, uh, it, it, feel, it just feels like weird that like we do this podcast and it's like, Oh, we talk about our lives and what's going on. And, Usually our lives are pretty fucking boring. Not to say that this is, like, interesting, but, like, you know, it's just, like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, but it's it's definitely, it's newsworthy stuff. We can't divulge on because it's, I mean, it's really, it's on a need-to-know basis kind of thing. And, you know, I don't know. And it's not like anybody listening to this right now would even know what the fuck we're talking about anyway, but...
1: There, There might be a small handful... Yeah. Of people now. Yeah. Next thing you know,
0: next thing you know, we blow up overnight, instant success. And they're like,
1: "Oh man, we want to know what's going on. What were they talking about for that last ten minutes? Where they're being very vague." And I'm like, "I can't tell you."
0: Yeah, that's tough. Maybe you'll find out later. Um, but no, I was a, uh, I was saying though, because we're we're getting to a point where we're gonna start giving out too much information. But um, we could uh, we could touch back on something that we talked about last week. Um,
1: oh yeah, uh, you are talking about the uh, the OnlyFans? The
0: OnlyFans, the fans of Only,
1: right? Sure. Um, how they they uh, they backpedaled on their on their uh, decision to uh, not allow pornography?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I, I haven't read the articles. Neither right, have I. Right, but I mean, a majority, a vast majority of their content was pornographic, and they were about to lose
1: a lot
0: of their content creators yeah, I mean, over this decision.
1: What I saw, or what I've heard, so I don't participate in this OnlyFans. I'm tempted. But <laughs> I'm a lonely man. But like see, 20
0: bucks a month is kind of rough for like... See, we're on the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm tempted to to join in this OnlyFans too, but as a creator. I mean, you do you, man. Feet picks all the way, man. Hey, you do you.
1: But um, the OnlyFans like competitor app or... Mm-hmm. Platform. I don't know what it's called, but they, like, as soon as this word got out, 4,000 ish people immediately uh, applied for the competitor. Yeah. It's like, and there's a lot of complaints going on that, uh, like, hey, look, we helped build you. Your, your, Your platform here was built on pornography. Sorry. That's not what you wanted. You should have said something at the beginning. Yeah. But your platform was built on pornography. And. Yeah, we helped build you. Now you're gonna throw us to the fucking wind. Yeah, and but it looked like the, their main concern was there was a couple pages that had underage yeah uh, material on it and potential sex trafficking stuff on it.
0: Yeah, and as a result, their investors.
1: So their investor was like, "Hey, we don't want to be a part of this crazy shit." So. OnlyFans has now put an extra thing in to help prevent that from happening. Yeah. Now the investors are happy, and then everybody... Yeah,
0: so they will still allow pornography now, but there are some extra steps and precautions and stuff that are taking place, but they but they were able to secure their investors to continue paying them to run this site.
1: Well, because they, like, even the investors are going to lose a shitload of money. Yeah. Like, we, we gave those figures out last week where it was... Uh, I still have them sitting here on the table. It's like hundreds
0: we, of millions of dollars, wasn't it?
1: Because it like it says, uh, OnlyFans was expected to hit one point two billion. Yeah. Uh, by t- uh, no no, one point two billion this year and two
0: point five billion next year. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. And is that just all? Is that all revenue, or is that just site total? I, that's got to be revenue, I think, because site total that doesn't actually sound like a lot because they have like hundreds of millions of people posting content on there, right?
1: Yeah, they have um, uh, two million content creators and a hundred. One hundred and thirty million users,
0: yeah, so I mean two million content creators at one point two billion dollars that's still only fucking what is that five hundred like five hundred dollars a year or something yeah. shit like that you know, five, maybe five thousand I might be doing bad math here
1: it says more than three hundred make an earning of a million while sixteen thousand make fifty thousand a yeah. year,
0: yeah. So but like no that's that's what it yeah so on so average we, on average that's only like $600 a year per per um creator right and as you said only a small percentage of that actually make a living wage off it but still that's that doesn't leave a whole lot of profit room when you think about it so i mean that's got to be like i think that's got to be like revenue that's like what the creators are actually bringing in themselves the investors are bringing in themselves i don't know um and again i i mean we could look for the figures and stuff like that but while $1.2 billion is a shit ton of money, when you think about it in a corporate conglomerate scale, it's not that much.
1: Yeah, when it's like, it's 1.2
0: billion divided
1: between X amount of people. Yeah,
0: to 1.2 billion divided by 200 million, or by 2 million people is only, yeah, 600, right? Dude, you're the math guy. Yeah, 600, 600 a person. That's not a lot of money. So, I don't know, um... Yeah, I just I'm throwing myself off there with numbers, but it doesn't matter. It's either way. It's not a lot of money when you break it down like that. So that's gotta be on like a on a revenue scale. But either way, um, you know, I'm not I'm not a person who has any interest in paying somebody ten to twenty dollars a month to access their private portfolio of pictures and videos. It's not that important to me, um, but some people make an honest living off this shit. I don't know if I'd call it honest, but they make a good living off of this shit.
1: Uh, I mean, why not? Like, obviously, the market's there for it. Yeah, it's it's. There's no. It's extremely safer than you know prostitution on the streets, mm-hmm. where uh, you as an individual probably not make it far. But you as someone that would have a a pimp in this e- yeah. example, you know, he's you know. You, he's still taking the majority of your profit, so instead of having a pimp... now you have OnlyFans. You have OnlyFans taking that little profit, but it's, you're doing what you want in the safety of your home mm-hmm. to your guidelines of what you are
0: willing to do. Sometimes your car in the Target parking lot.
1: Sometimes. <laughs> I've seen those videos on other websites.
0: <laughs> for free, I might add. No. Um
1: Yeah, for free. But you only get like the ten minute video when it's like actually like forty five minutes and yeah. you miss the good part and you're like, Oh man, but she had the cucumber. I didn't even get to see the cucumber she yet. She's gonna
0: make a pickle out of it.
1: Fuck. I gotta subscribe to her OnlyFans to see what she does with the cucumber. God damn it.
0: Uh <laughs> chocolate covered cucumber. Oh I hope not. <laughs> she needs to clean that out first. <laughs> Would you like a chocolate covered pretzel? Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, no, like I'm just I don't personally want to spend that kind of money for it. But at the same time, again, yeah, like you said, there is a market for it, man. And these these creators on there, they make fucking money off it. And they know how to market it too. Like, you see they market themselves on everything from Snapchat to like dating websites, fucking Tinder especially, right? Like you'll come across fake profiles which are just these girls marketing their their Snapchat pages, which their Snapchat pages then market their OnlyFans page.
1: Yeah. yeah, like even like mainly like Twitter. Like I don't use Twitter. Ipsy Weird has a Twitter. It exists. At Ipsy Weird. Um follow us, we don't post anything. But my phone blows up constantly with all these random girls and it's like it's just girls with OnlyFans.
0: Yeah yeah
1: they just and yeah they're they're out there
0: marketing themselves
1: and then they they do uh, they use uh, porn websites to promote themselves like they'll put teasers or you know 5 minute videos and like you want the full thing come
0: join over here
1: mm-hmm.
0: and yeah they just i have no problem with what they're doing well and then not to mention like there's the there's the ones that they have the 20 month $20 a month subscription but then also they have extra videos that pay me a tip of $5 and it'll unlock this video for you. Yeah. So And then the,
1: the, they do other things where you can, you can request things or have a personalized video
0: just for yourself. I've heard some of them do live, um, live streams on their OnlyFans or something like that, where you can actually join them live and chat with them, et cetera, stuff like that. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Like, that's too much for me. Like.
0: I'm, I'm not, I'm not interested in it personally.
1: That's it. It's, tempting but i'm not i don't think i'm that lonely yet where i'm like i'll, I'll pay somebody money to no you're so special
0: you're only lonely enough to own a fleshlight yeah so i mean you're not there yet
1: i mean what's so bad like if you if you were to take like let's say a thousand people a thousand males and a thousand females like Maybe, I don't know, maybe not... You take, let's just say you take a thousand females. Fuck the males. You take a thousand females. How many of those females
0: have toys? Probably most of them. Exactly. Like a good percentage of them, right? And that's... And that's I feel What's you on this What's the one, right? problem with a male? I, I feel you on this, right? Is they, there's such a stigma now to me owning this piece of rubber. I think the argument there is that... Let's face facts. It is much easier to get a man off than it is to get a woman off. Um... Now, a lot of women would argue with that With that, in the sense of if you listen to a woman's body and what she wants, it makes it a lot easier. But on your own, right? You are by yourself. Masturbation. It is easier for a man to get off via masturbation than it is for a woman to get off via masturbation. Um, they need different kinds of stimulations and stuff like that. And that's where these toys come in. They bridge that gap. A man, in all aspects, just needs his hand and imagination, technically. Sometimes not even the hand. <laughs> Sometimes a nice soft pillow. No, <laughs> I, don't I don't think I've ever fucked a pillow. <laughs> no, I'm just speaking to a, a show called Big Mouth. You've probably never watched it because you don't get into that kind of show. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Check it out.
1: Yeah, I mean, Hashtag well, not sponsored. Yeah. One thing I like, to completely diverge, like I, you said, Netflix. I, I watched that Bob Ross documentary.
0: Yeah. You know, <laughs> you gave me shit because I, I didn't even know this Bob Ross documentary existed until a few days ago. I started seeing things about it, and I was like, wait a minute, there's a bomb, Ross. I mean, but I don't watch a lot of documentaries, and I know I should, and people tell me all the time, you need to watch these documentaries, but it's like, when I'm watching TV and stuff like that, I'm not watching to learn, not usually. But sometimes- it, That's what YouTube is for.
1: <laughs> there, it, there's sometimes useful information, sometimes. I get that. Like, you, uh, documentaries will always have, they're always, they're trying to tell a story- and they're usually one-sided, favoring one side over the other. So I'll give you that, where you're not getting the true story, you're getting a story of the situation. But I don't know, I find, I find documentaries very interesting. Yeah. And like the, the, the teaser, the trailer for this Bob Ross documentary was, uh, I, I don't, I'm not sure how to put it, but it made you think like there was some kind of weird scandal going on in the Bob Ross world. Like, oh no, Bob Ross might not have been the nice guy we thought he was.
0: We you know he was in the in the military. Yeah,
1: he was in the military and he was like a like it. they didn't touch upon this in the documentary where he, he was in the military and he was like a drill sergeant mm-hmm. and he had to yell at people all the time, so that's why he
0: That's why he's calm in his paintings.
1: They never touched upon that uh within that documentary. He they they said in the documentary, spoilers, you should go watch it if you have any interest in Bob Ross. Uh so but it said like there was a there's a previous guy on TV that was painting before him, and he was very um, like loud spoken and uh,
0: uh, boisterous.
1: Voy, uh, what's that? Animated. That's okay, right. He was animated. very he was very animated and loud. So he's like he's like the majority of our our, our people that view us are females. So what if I. Talked in a softer voice and did this and this and this, and that's why he de- according to that documentary, that's why he was soft spoken
0: We're just gonna put a happy little bush right here
1: um but um yeah, it just uh, the 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 trailer made you think that there was some kind of like big scandal in there, like maybe Bob Ross wasn't as nice or as good as we thought he was, but that's not the case
0: I mean he went through like some depression when he lost his wife, but I think that's yeah, I think that's the most of it.
1: Yeah, I mean here I'll, well, I well me mean, you go watch it if you if you don't wanna uh go watch it if you wanna watch it. But uh basically uh what it turns out what it what turns into is uh the people he partnered up with to help him run this uh painting sh- T V show. The uh Kowalski's maybe. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Um basically his his wife died and he kinda goes through a depression and he's you know, he's he he kind of. He does go through a depression. He's sad about it and whatnot. And then he then finds out that he has cancer. Yeah. And uh, he's still fighting through it, and he's painting and doing all this shit. But as he's getting weaker and weaker and weaker, and the these Kowalski people are uh, worried about them losing Bob Ross and uh, losing their job, basically. They start trying to get Bob to uh, sign over the rights to his name. And now they're they, they they've been arguing. He's like, "Fuck you! You're not getting my name."
0: So what? So they could bring a new painter on and call him Bob Ross.
1: No, so they had the rights to his name, so they could sell his products, sell oh, this, that, sell that. Okay. So like, they have the rights to the Bob Ross name, not to make another guy yeah. like Bob Ross. Yeah. Okay. But to have the rights to his name. And uh, so what? What Bob does, which I think is. Stupid! It it was a last ditch effort to try to prevent them getting their his name, the rights to his name, as he marries his at the time nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, he yeah he marries his nurse, and then uh, had so she's now married to him. So she has like kind of like, rights as he dies. He she gets some rights, and then he puts in a document. Where like she gets a percentage, his uh, half brother gets some, and then his son gets some, or I think I think the the wife had like control of certain kind of like, cassette tapes that he had recordings of some stuff, and then the half brother had like 51 percent, and his son had 49 percent rights to Bob Ross's name.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now after he died, the Kwaskis then uh, sued the half brother and the wife, and to settle it, he's like, we don't want any of this trouble, they signed off the rights to his name. Yeah. And then all the cassette tapes that he had, uh, Bob would record uh, phone conversations that he had with the Kowalskis, and he had all these saved, and then they were in possession of his wife. But in order to defuse this uh, lawsuit, she gave over the tapes, and he signed off, he had 51%. So he signed off the, the rights to Bob Ross's name. And they had now had everything. Yeah. And his son is sitting there like, what the fuck? Doesn't even know that this has happened yet. And he's going on with his own life. He's also a painter, just like his, his father was. And he goes to make his own line of brushes. But since his last name is Ross... He can't use it. He, uh, he might not be able to use it, so he goes to sue them... And that's when he finds out that his half brother sold the rights to his. He's like, I, I own, like, we own the rights to his name. It shouldn't be a problem, but we'll we'll preemptively sue him, right now. Uh, you know, before we make production of this shit or whatever. I, I watched it late at night. I can't remember, but they were gonna sue them. Then he goes, like, uh, Have you seen this? Like your your half brother or no your your uncle. Gets signed over the rights to their name. He they own it all, and then he he lost. And he couldn't use his own fucking name to sell his own brushes. Yeah,
0: that's tough, man. But see, like, and, and like, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Don't get me wrong. That's interesting. But I just don't get in documentaries like that. When I watch stuff, so here's the thing. And actually, uh, Ashley gave me some shit about this a couple weeks ago. I found myself on YouTube. And this video caught my intention. And it was, can you overfill a hotel with infinite capacity or something along those lines and the premise or, and the whole purpose of that video was to explain that there are different levels of infinity where i where while yes this hotel has an infinite number of rooms it is still possible to fill that hotel and not have room for more guests um just because of the different levels of infinity. And they did this whole fucking math calculation and shit that out there. boring as but fuck. But see, that's the kind of shit I get into. It's like, is the math and science thing. There's a fucking, there's a couple more videos that I, I haven't watched yet, but they've caught my attention. It's like, it's like probability of alternate universes and stuff of this nature. And that's the kind of shit I get into. <laughs>
1: I remember you, you bring up that fucking, you, we were at your dad's house. I think we were going to move that couch or that tree or something. And you bring up this fucking like... Weird like, uh, shape or something. Yeah, and you know, I'm like, and you're watching this video. I'm like, this is stupid as shit. Yeah,
0: I know, but it's science, man. That's the kind of shit I get into. I like, I don't like the historical documentary stuff. I like sciences and and physics and fucking shit like that. You know, the the universe. That's the kind of shit I go crazy for. Um, but tell me about somebody's history, and I'm like, snooze first.
1: Yeah, but dude, like. You, Everybody knows who Bob Ross is. Everybody likes Bob Ross.
0: Yeah, everybody knows who the fucking Beatles are too, but I'm not watching their documentary. Except, w- except the documentary about um, Paul McCartney being dead. I did watch that
1: one. It, I mean, It has a bunch of conspiracy theory stuff. Like, yeah, see, If there was a Beatles documentary, I would not watch it unless it involved like, the conspiracy stuff. Because yeah. I'm not a Beatles fan. Yeah. But everybody's a fan of Bob Ross.
0: To a degree. Um, I, I can tell you, I have had some very comforting moments post kidney stone. Um, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on oxycodone. <laughs> um, I
1: only like Bob Ross when I'm stoned.
0: You know, I'm, I'm a little bit, a little bit under the influence of oxycodone post kidney stone. I have to mention that, right? I'm not, I'm not just a drug taker because I want to be a drug taker. This is, this is a pain medication for kidney stones. Anyway, I'm high as shit, and Bob Ross is on, on Hulu, and I'm like, yeah, this is nice. I believe, I believe, every day's a good day when you paint. <laughs> anyway, so, like, that's the kind of Bob Ross viewer I am. He's very soothing. He has a very calming voice to him, but I'm not going to sit here and watch Bob Ross try to paint like him. I There are people that do that, though. Like, I was almost involved in a, a party, if you will, of... Bob Ross painting, we were going to, we were going to eat canvases and paint and we were going to watch Bob Ross and we were going to paint with Bob Ross. You didn't do that? I didn't do that. Why not? Because it was with Ashley's mom for her birthday and she doesn't get along with her mom.
1: Okay. That's understandable. If it was like a group of friends and you say, nah, I don't want to go. Nah. But I mean, if it's
0: because, you know, there's family issues and stuff going on. Yeah. Look, if you want to get together one day and we'll watch Bob Ross and paint, let's go. I'm half tempted to. Right. Um, maybe we can record it for the podcast. <laughs> Hey, everything for the pod, man. Everything for Ipsy Weird. Everything for pure garbage. You know, because we changed the name.
1: We didn't change the name.
0: We didn't change the name. We can't change the pure garbage. We figured that out already. Yeah, but, in that episode. In that yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I, it's just not. That's just not me, right? Historical documentaries. Sean watches all these like World War II documentaries and shit like that. Don't and, even
1: start on man. Like, I'm not even a war person, but I find myself at least once a month watching. Something, uh, not watching, uh, watching, uh, videos, people talking about the, uh, Operation Mincemeat. Okay. You know, it's fucking fascinating. Okay. I, you, I don't you, know what that is. You don't know what Operation Mincemeat is? I don't. Fucking, it's the brilliant, brilliant, it's what it is. So basically, like, it's, um, it's, we're right at a, like a sweet point in the war where, like, they, they can either, Germany has a bunch of this shit over here, like fucking this side. Like, no one can see my hand, but like, they have this side, and we got this side. And there's two points in where we can uh, like, where the next invasions could be. It could be either like Greece or like Sicily. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, uh, what the British did is they grabbed a, a homeless guy that killed himself in a train station made him a fake background put him in a uniform with fake documents they they shoved his ass in a torpedo in a submarine shot him out he's dead already mm-hmm. but they shot him out so he would float uh he would float in the water onto the shores in Spain where they knew there was German spies and they they grabbed the body and uh they uh they were like hey we need these documents, like make sure these documents don't fall into German hands, and uh, they get there, but they know they're spies within their like facility, and uh, they go and make copies of all this shit and give it to Germany, and then they ship it back on, yeah, here here's your file. no one looked at it, but what they did is they took a fucking eyelash and hid the eyelash in there. So when they opened up the file, like the eyelash is gone they they opened it, they sent the shit to Germany, and it was saying it was telling Germany. That we were going to attack Greece. So instead, we went to Sicily. And so, 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 Hitler grabs all his armies, everybody, and he sends them all over towards Greece. And as he's doing that, we're fucking running up Sicily and taking over. And that's what won us the war.
0: Yeah. Okay. That makes it's sense. Fucking fascinating. Okay. I, I support that. But it's just, I don't know, man. I can't watch educational shit like that. As it is, you know, by the time this releases, uh, this is the Wednesday before my birthday. Um, I hate this time of year. I can't stand this time of year. Because, especially... this Probably this year especially, because it's the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Alright? Everything that's on TV in this time of year is... How I survived 9-11. Or... When the towers collapsed. And, like, all these different fucking 9-11 documentaries. And how many documentaries can you fucking make about 9-11? I, I just... I've watched at least
1: 20 videos on Operation Mincemeat and read the book Operation Mincemeat. Mm-hmm. That's how fascinating I find it.
0: I guess. but like, And like Ashley gets into these 9-11 uh, documentaries and stuff, man. I can't stand it. And, you know, you would think I would take some sort of fascination in it because it's my birthday. But I don't. I'm sorry. Tragic event. 100% I agree. It is a very tragic situation. But I don't take interest and seeing these same documentaries every year.
1: but you you're a conspiracy guy. Do you, you fuck with the conspiracies of
0: 9-11? I like to listen to the conspiracies. I'm not really sure how which direction I go on it to be honest with you because there are some things that don't make sense, right? You no, know, jet fuel don't melt steel beams. Like that's one of the that's one of the the phrases that rings through everybody's ears when they talk about 911 conspiracies. And I think about stuff like that, but I don't know enough about it. To say which way I go about it. But, yeah, I fuck with conspiracy theories. I always like conspiracy theories. I like any fucking conspiracy theory. That's why I like the the Paul McCartney being dead conspiracy theory. I don't care about the Beatles. My mom loves the Beatles. I don't care about them. But is Paul McCartney really dead? Let's find out. Uh, 9-11. Was that an inside job? Who fucking knows? Let's find out. But I just I don't want to watch the same documentaries every year about it.
1: Well, I mean, like, if it's, this, if it's like, the same, they give giving the same facts, but... If it's like like it's literally the
0: same exact documentaries every year,
1: yeah that would get boring over time, but if you like new information like every time I uh go and view something that's Operation mince me it's told in a different way or I got a little bit more information, yeah, out of it,
0: yeah, I guess um you know i'm I'm sure I could probably talk to Sean about it, and he would probably go on for hours about it i like I I'm absolutely, he loves everything to do with war um. Like war documentaries. Yeah,
1: I'm not a war guy at all, but for some reason I find Operation Mincemeat, yeah, fabulous.
0: Like, like his favorite channel is like the American Heroes channel. I think is what it's called, and all they do all day, like everything that's on that cha- that channel all day long, is just war documentaries. Like that's his that's his forte. Man, I hate history. Yeah. I,
1: I, dude, like I just I, I was watching before you got over here. It's another it's World War II, but dude, there's still. People, Japanese, uh, people, on this island or in this area in the in the Philippines in the jungles, still think the war is happening. Damn, they not that long ago. They two people came out and were like, like they were still dressed in their army uniforms, and uh, they were like, "Is the war over?" I mean, they saw people like on the beach or whatever doing, and they're like, "Is the war over?" And then like like as people were trying to communicate and figure some stuff up, they ran back into the
0: fucking woods. How old do they gotta be at this point? or are these like the descendants of the original they, combat no, warriors
1: like oh, I think maybe maybe that wasn't like as recent as i i just watched the video, and my memory's not great, but like throughout like even like the seventies and the eighties, they were finding Japanese people that would refuse to surrender, and they they would they would fly planes over and drop pamphlets down going. Hey, the war's over. Come home, and the Japanese refused to believe, and hung hung out in these woods, in this jungle. And like, I, I don't know how recent. Maybe not this recent, but like pretty fucking recent. They're still finding people that believe the fucking war's still going on.
0: The Whole ass Vietnam War has already happened since then. We're still talking about World War Two.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Vietnam, the Cold War, the uh, Afghanistan. Yeah, like yeah, nobody's, the video I watched was like. They was like, is the war over? And the people might have thought like the Afghanistan war, but no, they were thinking World War Two. So yeah, no, these people were like not that long ago, like were like.
0: We about damn near had World War Three already.
1: (laughs) And I find that it's the the Japanese honor, like they're it's like no, we we will not surrender. Yeah. Like fuck you, like even like they had to go get the fucking their their fucking lieutenants and commanders. And bring them to wherever they were at and go, hey, the war is over. Stop shooting people. Because they're being in the jungle and they just kill fucking civilians.
0: Damn. I didn't know anything about that.
1: And they fucking sit there and kill civilians because they thought the war was still going on.
0: That's crazy. And
1: it's 1980. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck are you
0: doing? <laughs> war has been over th- for 35 years at that point. That's fucking crazy. I didn't know about that. I yeah, didn't I, know anything I about mean,
1: that. I mean, I I could have some of my info wrong on that, but I just watched the video on it. I'm like, son of a bitch.
0: Listen, I would sit here and tell you that uh I'll go ahead and check out some of these documentaries. I, I would sit here and tell you that all day long. But you and I both know that'd be a lie.
1: Yeah, you ain't gonna dude <laughs> I don't I just find shit like, I find that shit interesting. I'd like,
0: but I'd much rather go back home and play video games that we haven't talked about all episode.
1: Yeah, we we talked about video games before we started because you know...
0: Because cause Chris doesn't want to talk about video games on our podcast anymore.
1: Well, no, because I find it boring. And yeah. if I find it boring, I'm sure everybody else finds it boring. Dude, our viewership has dropped so much that I'm sure the last three episodes where we were talking about video games is the reason that did it.
0: Yeah, okay, that was definitely it. It wasn't the fact that we suck or nothing like that. It's that, too. <laughs> no, we're about to, look, we just went through a dip. We're about to skyrocket up. We're going to be an overnight success.
1: I don't know about that, especially not with this episode.
0: Why not this one? This one was actually a pretty decent episode. I think
1: so, but I think there's going to be a lot of weirdness with the topic in the middle there.
0: Yeah, potentially, but maybe that's what, the, what draws the viewers in. They want to yeah. know more.
1: Yeah, but that's such a sad thing. Like, how, how did your podcast get so successful? A really tragic thing has happened.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Imagine the story of Epsi Weird years later. or a fucking giant success. where like one of the top 100 podcasts in the world. I'm being optimistic. Um, there's probably only 101 podcast (laughs) now, but like we're one of the most well-known podcasts in the world. How did you guys become such a big success? Well, see what had happened was what had happened was somebody put us out there and something really bad happened. Um, and that's where we're at today. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We'll, We'll, we'll end it here before we get into any conversations nobody wants to talk about. However, I will say, since we talked about that stuff in the middle of the episode, people might have still been listening, and it'll draw them into next week. They're hoping for more next week. We're not going to give them more. But nobody's well, going to know we're not going to give them more because nobody's listening to this last couple of minutes.
1: Well, it's all potentially because, like, who knows? Maybe by next week, the situation is resolved. Yeah,
0: could be. Who knows? I guess we'll find out. Ah, cut the tape. I don't even know what we're going to talk about at the, end, at the end credits here like we usually do. Just hit the fucking outro. Oh, goddamn time. I, don't, I, I got nothing to really talk about.